Welcome to the One Rental at a Time podcast. This is your host, Michael Zuber. This is the show where we interview guests involved in the real estate business. From experts to newbies, wholesalers, flippers, buy and hold, apartments, commercial, notes, hard money, Airbnb, mobile homes, it doesn't matter. If you're involved in the business, we want to talk to you. This show relies on referrals and recommendations from our listeners. If you know someone we should talk to, please make a recommendation. As the author of One Rental at a Time, The Journey to Financial Freedom, I'm dedicated to helping you take your first or your next step on your real estate journey. But I need your help. We need to spread the message of One Rental at a Time Works. Please share this podcast, my YouTube channel, and of course, my book, all called One Rental at a Time. Thanks, and let's start the show. Hello, friends. How are you doing today? So I had a subscriber question, and it was actually a topic at the meetup, real estate meetup I just attended. So what I did is I uh, actually created a quick one-page PowerPoint to kind of address the question. So uh, the question was, you know, why should I consider uh, buying pride of ownership rentals, right? I, you know, some people call them turnkey. Um, you know, I like to call them pride of ownership rentals. Really, it shows the evolution if you're watching this channel and see some of the walkthroughs. And again, um, you know, I, I just wanted to sort of outline uh, how I tackle it and then we'll kind of get into the, the single slide really from the perspective of a buyer. But what I'm trying to produce is the seller is, you know, an asset that has been turned around and, you know, pretty much in most cases, everything is new from kitchens to baths to floors to paints to, to uh, mechanicals, you know, heating, cooling, uh, probably some fence work, uh, painted uh, outside, inside. If a new roof is needed, a roof's put on, um, you know, all of those things, you know, trying to create something uh, that is likely going to be the best rental that a new tenant will ever live in. That's my goal, right? And then I'm producing it from a perspective of, uh, putting in things that are easy for the landlord, right? One of the things that you learn in this game is is what hurts landlords is your turns. So if you can put in things that last uh, a, multiple tenants, uh, all the better. So you don't see us, you know, putting in Formica countertops. No, we put in granite. Uh, we put in backsplashes. You know, anything we can do to prevent uh, water damage. Uh, we only put carpet in the bedroom. Uh, we did try to put. Um, you know, linoleum or wood-like material throughout the house. turns out tenants don't like that. They like, uh, you know, carpet on their feet, which is totally fine with us. So you do see carpet in bedrooms, but only bedrooms. Uh, you know, undermount sinks many times, um, you know, vented, you know, all these things. So uh, really the whole idea is to hopefully produce something that has no repairs unless tenant caused uh, for five years, right? That's kind of the goal. So that's what we're trying to do. And when you can do that, um, you really can, you know, also, you know, create a, a known return, right? You can calculate your yield and be fairly confident in what that was going to be. So let's, uh, let's take a look at this and see, uh, see what we see what I created. All right. So move this little window. Okay. So why pride of ownership? Well, 
you know, as I documented in this book that you actually see over my right shoulder, one rental at a time, um, it's fairly clear that, you know, while we retired with a decent collection of rentals, we could have retired sooner or with more if I didn't buy cheap properties. And, you know, we can do the math and, and I think I've done the math in past videos. Maybe it's time to repeat it. Uh, but, you know, what was happening is I was buying cheap. I believed in this notion of forced appreciation. And, um, you know, sometimes today maybe it's called Burr, right, where you kind of create this artificial gap, you know, like you, you spend 20 and you make 40, right? That's a whole real notion of Burr. So you can, you know, refi out. Um, that wasn't a thing back in the day. Uh, so I was consuming way too much cash, right? I had a pile of cash and I was wasting it. And, you know, I could have doubled our portfolio uh, if I didn't do that. So it's, I understand why cheap properties are attractive. I bought eight cheap properties in the beginning and I wasted cash and I don't want, you know, people to do that today. The other thing that is, you know, needs to be discussed is a lot of the people that watch my channel a lot of my buyers and frankly, probably all my buyers, they all have busy lives, right? They are all working crazy hours. Um, many of them are traveling. They all, you know, many of them have family responsibilities and there is no extra time, right? Any extra time needed to manage a general contractor or sets of subs or any of that would take away from something or worse yet would be left unmanaged. And that all leads to, to bad things. So um, a lot of, you know, it's no fun managing teams. It's no fun dealing with change orders. It's no fun trying to figure out if you're being ripped off or if something really happened. And especially when you, when you roll in time and trips and vacations and all these other things that juggle in, you know, if you're a busy professional, you know, your goal is to get to four rentals. Why add extra stress to your life? Uh, one that is uh, becoming more and more obvious the more and more people I talk to. Uh, this Burr story that's um, often talked about by new investors is not the, not the answer, right? It's a great story. And, uh, you know, lots of people are selling books and stuff on it. Uh, but for new investors that, you know, kind of don't live in that market or don't have time, um, you know, don't have the experience, it's, there's lots of dark side. And I actually created a specific video. I think it's called, you know, the dark side of Burr or something of that nature here in the last week or so. So t take a look at that. It's, it's, um, it's, it's pretty telling, right? There's lots of opportunities where dollars can be at risk, lots of opportunities where time is involved. And, you know, and as I say in that video, Burr has been very, very good to me. Uh, it, it is something that I've used and continue to use. But not everyone has time. Not everyone has multiple teams. Not everyone has been doing this for 15 years. I have talked to too many first-time investors lose and lose big because they tried to run a Burr project when they didn't have time, they didn't have teams, and they were taken advantage of. And um, it's, it's not okay. You know, when you're, when you're really looking to build a rental portfolio and if you're looking at Burr or, you know, doing any of these things, you're, you're potentially looking at having multiple teams, right? If you're, if you're looking at having property in multiple markets, again, multiple teams. And, you know, if you're just, you know, buying and creating and then renting, you're going to have a, a repair team 
And then you're going to have a team that manages your day-to-day rentals. And I'm here to tell you they're different, right? The people that do the general contracting and the heavy lifting of a repair aren't going to be the same types of people that do tenant management, right? Managing people, tenants, is hard, right? It's different. You have to have rules and regulations or you're going to get sued. So uh, realize that, you know, if you're going to be doing this on your own, realize what you're signing up for. And again, one of the things that I bring with this is not only is the project fully done, but while I own it, I'm sticking in a tenant, getting it fully leased at market. And if you'd like, you can stay with the management team that I've been using the last decade or so and just roll into their management process or, you know, manage tens of thousands of units and uh, you'll be well taken care of. The other one is, again, just, you know, as of this recording, um, interest rates are down. I think the 10-year just went under 2%. So that means mortgage rates are going to be coming down even more. Uh, If you can lock in 30-year money on fully remodeled properties with, you know, hopes of no big repairs for five years, you are going to be in great shape. This this is the time, you know, 30-year money. And if you're Maybe if you're older and you're like some of the people I talk to, they're like, nope, I want 15-year mortgages. Well, great. Go get some 15-year money that's even cheaper. Just realize you're going to have to put more down because I don't like alligators. You need to make sure it cash flows, all of those things. The best thing that I try to do with Pride of Ownership is you can calculate your return and you get your return the first day you close. It's fully leased, at market, no guessing, no assumptions. I don't make promises of 1200 and only 950 shows up. No, you're buying a fully occupied um, unit with a fully approved tenant and property management and all of those things. So when you look to buy something that I create, you know, you're getting five, six, 7% perhaps. Um, but you know what it is. It's a certainty. You know, some of these things I see people talk about is, Oh, it's going to be a 10 or 11 or 12. And then, having talked to people that bought those in, in out-of-state areas, the, the stories are crazy, right? They, um, the rents come in light. Uh, there's you know, 90 days of, of vacancies. They get broken into. Um, you know, tenants move in and then don't pay. I mean, it's all the stories that, that can happen, and it's because we believe in Excel spreadsheet instead of actuals. So the biggest thing for me is I'm trying to produce an actual right? Because everything's done. It's already fully remodeled. So you don't have any of those big make ready costs. It's already fully leased. So you know what the lease amount is and you can calculate your return. You know, some people pay cash. Great. Some people do 30 year money. Great. Some people do 15. Great. It's, it's your decision, but you have, you know, the most variables. This is a big one for me. I really do believe, um, you know, if you're a very busy professional growing family, all of that, I think most of you should aim to get to four rentals. And if you can get to four rentals that are all pride of ownership, um, and if that's all you ever do, right, you lock lock in 30-year or 15-year money, it's going to be the the easiest path, least risk, least time-consuming. You can basically go about your daily life and not have to manage 60-day, 90-day projects, multiple teams. It is your easy button. Um, to becoming a landlord. And, you know, that's important for me uh, to create for some folks. So lastly, if you like this or you have questions, you want to get added to the list, uh, there's my email. Uh, Just send it to mzuber at onerentalatatime.com. Let me know you want to be added to the buyers list. Uh, That list is growing. 
which is fun to see. People are getting it. They're digging it. I really like it also that uh, most people are buying multiples. Uh, I really do believe, you know, getting to four is important. And if you can get to four over the next 12 to 18 months, that is awesome because I think you'll change your trajectory uh, in the future because you'll have 30-year money on investment properties that are ridiculously low. Uh, and I think that's, uh, that's very important. So again, hopefully that made sense. Uh, I get asked this at most of my meetups. I just had that happen on Monday. I did get a subscriber question talking about pride of ownership on one of my walkthrough videos, I think. So uh, hopefully that made sense. If you do have questions, you had my email there. Again, I'm doing this because again, I, I documented in this book, one rental at a time, I wasted money. Uh, we could have been bigger or we could have been done sooner. And I don't want to, uh, you know, I don't want let, let others make that mistake. So hopefully that makes sense. Do me a favor, hit that like button, subscribe. And also if you can help me grow the channel, tag your friends, send this link out on social media. That would be wonderful. Have a great day. Take care.